It's like, do you remember the before time? The before time when the world was open oh. and not closed? Oh, the long, long ago. Yeah. The long, long yeah. ago. <laughs> well, the long, long ago is now long, long gone, and we are in the here now. And the here now is inside. <laughs> wow. What are you going to, like, tell? I, I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if either of us will end up, like, adopting or anything, or, but, like, someday we'll be old and there'll be children around, I'm sure. What, what will we tell them about this? There was a time when I was forced to sit inside and play video games. Yeah. And the world basically said, this is what we need you to do right now. How wild is that? Now go outside and play. <laughs> My, my, my. Jesus. <laughs> I get it, Augustus Gloop. It's yours. My name is Aaron Hilbert, and I am a photographer based out of Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. My name is Ryan Falkenberg. I am a comic artist and freelance artist from Lancaster, Pennsylvania. And this is the creative state of mind. Hey, everybody. Um, hello, everyone. How is everyone doing? Hopefully, Hopefully, as well as they can be. Yeah, we expect stressed answers to that question, honestly. Um, but I honestly think everyone is. Yes, we are. Everyone, everyone's just kind of feeling it. Yep, we are still in the thick of it. But as the as the virus persists, we persist, and we're going to talk about some stuff today. Um, Ryan, how how did you do creatively this week? What were your what were your wins and losses? Uh, creatively, um, just a just a bunch of um commissions uh i work um we were actually just talking about this i work at a psych ward here in lancaster and uh because we don't just release patients for events like this um since they're safer where they are um i am technically an essential employee and i work with kids and last night um they were so stressed and just going nuts about the whole everything outside and everything inside um, that I spent the night drawing a bunch of stuff for them. So I drew like three decently large pictures for kids and they turned out good and, you know, I felt good about it and it was a nice, I could use my creativity to make my shift go smoothly, basically. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. I was like, and you probably, uh, hopefully you helped them out some. I mean, I understand that that's like a harder situation. And I think that's like, that's a, the crux of it for everyone. We're all just kind of toughing it out. Um, for me, I would say the wins this week are probably I've been mood boarding more for my client, my one client, because we're both, we're moving strictly to doing shoots inside, obviously, since I'm not going outside to do shoots. We've ordered backdrop paper. Um, I think I talked a little bit about this last week and I just got a ton of products so I can actually like go ahead and move forward with that and shoot, which is really exciting. Um, and then this isn't necessarily art related, but it is, I guess still, it's still creative related. I started reading again, which makes me very happy. Yeah. What'd you start with? Um, I'm rereading Aragon from when I was a kid. Oh, just cause it's like, it's like, I don't know. It's just relaxing and calm and nothing stressful. And it's nice to escape into a little fantasy world right now. I agree. I very much agree. I likewise, as I said earlier, I uh, restarted name of the wind and I am just letting Patrick Rothfuss rock me gently through this entire this entire ordeal. Yeah, and I, I think that uh, I think that a lot of people are kind of discovering a new love of reading throughout all this, just because there's like only a limited amount of stuff you can do inside your own home because you can't necessarily 
there's no travel right now. There's no like meeting up with friends. So it's a lot of solitary like stuff that like you would do to just chill and relax, which is pretty, which is kind of nice actually. It is. Yeah. Uh, Something that's important is to see the blessing in it. I mean, like I know introverts all over Reddit are definitely seeing the blessing in it. Um, and this, this is your time rise. Um, but I'm, uh, I'm definitely having to remind myself to find the enjoyment, but it's easy to find if you look in the tiny things. Yeah. I would say that, uh, so I don't know the quote off the top of my head, so I could be quoting it wrong, but I saw a post speaking of books about something that like Tolkien wrote and like, it's in Lord of the Rings. It's like the, one of the most famous quotes is the full quote is, I wish it need not happen in my time, said Frodo. So do I, said Gandalf. And so do all who live to see such times. But it is not for them to decide. All we have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to us. Mm. And I think that's really powerful. And I think that's really like resonant with like a lot of people right now. Because, I mean, we're in a, we're in a crisis that's never happened for the entire world before um, in our generation anyway. And it's just something that we're all kind of having to deal with. And it's we're, we're going to get through it. Um, so the topic this week is inspiration. Um, something that everyone who has uh, done any kind of creative field has definitely felt at one point or another. And something that is like, I almost want to say it's like a, it's a, it's, it's, it's almost like a drug. People trying to chase it because they feel like they need it in order to do well. And I, I think that it has its ups and downs. And I think I'm excited to kind of dive into why inspiration is both good and bad. Mm. I'd be interested. Uh, um, how do you mean bad? Like in what circumstance? I think that some people can stifle themselves and only really try to chase in, like art or creativity when they feel inspired. They don't feel the desire to draw or take photos or make music or write if they're in a time of their life when they're not feeling super inspired at that point in time. Okay, so needing the inspiration to do when you only need the inspiration to begin. Yeah, yeah. You only need inspiration to begin, and discipline carries you the rest of the way. Ah, yes. And I don't think inspiration is necessarily, as I said, I don't think it's fully bad. I think that they're like beautiful things can come from inspiration. But I think that inspiration as a whole is something that you have to take with like almost a grain of salt because if you're only going after inspirational moments, you're going to find that there aren't as many as you wish there were. Agreed. Yeah. Um, And it can come from really anywhere. And that's I, I love that very much. Um, where does your inspiration come from? Um, I would say inspiration for me tends to come from a couple different areas. One, whenever I discover a new medium or a new art style that I really like. Um, if I find a photographer that I'm like absolutely in love with and just really excited to see and I like find a ton of different people who have similar styles, it's very easy for me to be like, okay, I'm so excited to go out and shoot right now because of the fact that I'm able to like... I want to kind of try to emulate this and try to see how I can tackle this kind of look. Um, And then also I find inspiration sometimes in various readings, various uh, just people critiquing my work. It's kind of nice to be able to have people like say, this is what's working and this is what's not. And it gives you a drive to do better. Mm. Um, And then there's times where I just kind of like you just sit down in the quiet times and just like kind of like light a candle, sit in your room, have some nice music playing, and then you just kind of, out of nowhere, it's just boom. It's like, whoa, I know exactly what I want to go do right now. Awesome. What about you, Ryan? Um, for me, um, inspiration comes differently depending on what I'm doing, which sounds pretty obvious. Um, I know for like a long time, and it's probably not relevant to, I mean, it could be relevant, um, but I spent most of my creative energies in the last few years on Dungeons & Dragons. 
in like attempting to create unique characters which is always really big for me because i love when animes have like really unique characters that are just unforgettable and um circumstances and certain moments that really launch things into the air for me um my inspiration for that would be surprisingly just music like just moments that uh, that happen in certain show tunes and like so like i found it through music and and art other people's art and you know some you know good shows that i watch um but as far as uh, my inspiration um more personally um i think the world around me has really been an inspiration just the uh, the beauty of the place i live i was gonna say i, th- I think that's that's interesting that you bring that up because i almost feel like we might be kind of polar opposites when it comes to that, when we chase inspiration. Mm. You tend to do a lot of your art and your creativity inspired off of people you know or things around you at your at the time of your life, things like that. And I think a lot of people do that. But I also feel like I kind of tend to take an escapist aspect to a lot of my art where like I like to try to photograph things that kind of take me away from my everyday life. Not that I don't like my everyday life, but it's like I like to have that essence in my photography where it makes people look at it and go, I wish I was there right now. Interesting. I like that. But yeah, you know, yeah, like I've been inspired by just sit- sitting outside sometimes and hearing, you know, the church bells go off because we're pretty close to one. And I don't know. I just think it's very calming and beautiful. And that's my recent... Um, Uh, inspiration which you mentioned like inspiration being mingled with discipline and i'm kind of in the middle of that because i've you know as you know like i was drawing and working a lot for that comic and recently you know with work and these commissions i'm still doing art i'm still working but i'm not necessarily doing i'm not necessarily doing the art i don't want to do but i'm not doing mine and i'm not inspired to do that i'm disciplined to do that you know yeah, I think as you said in the beginning of the episode, like the idea of inspiration is like what leads you to the beginning of something is definitely like a really strong truth behind uh, how creatives should approach inspiration, because it's a healthier mentality than trying to be like, I only work on my art when I'm feeling massively inspired, because that can lead to moments where and I think a lot of artists have fallen in this trap where you like, I only do my best work when I feel this crazy wave of inspiration. So I only want to work when I have inspiration. Oh, crap. I only feel inspired like once a month, maybe. Yeah. That's not good. It's not. Because at that point, you won't grow enough to really tackle the inspiration as it deserves to be tackled. Yeah, exactly. You got to prepare yourself. You got to be a prepper of the art world. I think that I think that that uh, like you can you can try to bring inspiration on, and I think that idea of prepping for it is a good idea because you can sort of like there are things that a person can do to try to find inspiration around them and try to get that feeling. What do you do? Well, uh, hey, Aaron, what do you do when you need to find inspiration? Um, there's so many different things I feel like you, that can bring it on for me. Uh, traveling to a new place definitely is like one of the bigger ones. Um, I would say reading a new form of book, like something that I've never read before can definitely bring it on actively going out and seeking artists in a form of art, like what we're doing art club for really is another big form of inspiration because I mean, I get to look at all these great artists and be like, Whoa, I've never seen like this kind of composition before. So I want to try that. Exactly. Um, and I think taking time to just like think and like kind of meditate on your art form is another easy way to try to like bring inspiration on in some extent. Mm -hmm. What about you, Ryan? How do you try to like bring inspiration in? Um, definitely uh, the art club is helpful. Um, 
I like to do um, character studies when I when I want to do inspiration or when I want inspiration quickly. Um, I'll study another person's art form or art style. Um, I will. Um, I don't know if this is like uh, silly or not, but sometimes I look over like the mountain of notes I have and the mountain of drawings I have, um, and just kind of like try to revisit things sort of does that make sense i don't know if that's inspiration um if i'm like looking through my old stuff but um i like to i don't know kind of try to challenge myself with where i've stumbled and try to revisit things i think that uh to kind of close out the topic of inspiration i think that it's important for people to realize that inspiration is something that every human experience is not even in the creative world i mean I think people can be inspired in like their own lives to be like, I feel like I've got to try this new thing. Like, I think you can be inspired just by like going to a new place and eating a new food. Yeah. You know, it's just a burst of energy of, you know, like doing something, you know, you can be inspired. It just something that it gives you a new idea to just go and do something different or do something new and, you know, pick up and, and keep up and, and like keep close what you learned while you were in inspiration while you had that that burst of energy and that burst of creativity and keep working keep going keep moving forward agreed i think that's just like the most important thing just keep moving just so i was i was looking at my keys today my car keys and i, <laughs> I thought for some reason i thought you were going to be like i bought a piano <laughs> no i didn't buy a piano we're, we were talking about getting a keyboard but not yet um, I have a little keychain on here that just, it says in nice little, um, cursive, keep fucking going, which is really nice. <laughs> I like that too. It's a nice little daily reminder. It is. Um, so this week's art club, I am excited about because it is the genre of photography that I tend to love to do the most. Um, we're going to be talking about street photography this week, Ooh. which is it's a little daunting for me because I have like imposter syndrome feels right now because of the fact that like, okay, I'm going to dive into this photography that I like do <laughs> actively on a daily basis. Um, but I think it's going to be fun. And I sent you a couple of photographers and I honestly, I'm more interested to see your opinion on the medium. Okay. Um, than I am to hear, I feel me blather on about street photography for a little bit. I will give a little history on it super quick. Mm-hmm. Um, so the, Biggest and like originator and pioneer of street photography was Henry Carter Bresson. Um, I don't think there is any is undisputed. Like everyone understands that he is probably the first person that did candid photography and like street photography as a genre. Um, he was the one who like he he captured the words in like of saying photography is about like capturing the decisive moment, and he was the one that like he would go on these like huge like things with the army and he would go to Africa and he would just try to capture life as it was, as opposed to like trying to capture these still like still life or like trying to make something like, which is what a lot of photographers tried to do since a lot of original photographers were artists. Um, 
I think it's just it's it's such an interesting genre to me because it's just it's sort of that idea of capturing the day to day, like you said, like those minute moments of like everyone can resonate with this because everyone knows that like okay, I I understand, I I do that on a daily basis. Like I I walk the streets of a city, I go get my cup of coffee, I I understand like there's so many different humans out there all living their own story, and I think that's really cool. That is really cool. It, like it it takes a uh, another look at the world around you and makes you take a slower look on it because we so easily like run through those moments and you know keep our eye to the ground sort of but you know stopping and getting a view of it and knowing that everyone has an intricate life just like ours is you know is interesting and just knowing that and seeing a still like image of them whether they know it or not is truly and truly cool it is and right, I don't know if you how how much you do, yeah, you dove into Henry Carter. Um, we we Preston. actually um, we dove in a little bit. Sam was showing me a picture that he did. Um, he was doing architecture photography of this mm-hmm. like spiraling staircase, and he happened to capture a uh, bicyclist moving moving past. And during that time, um, from what I learned, that uh, people weren't sure that. People like like I, people thought that photography would be the end of painting, sort of, and they were all yeah. They were, yeah. So, no, I ahead. was bringing that up because uh, so he actually was a painter before mm. he was. I noticed artist. a lot he of studied, them were. Yeah, yeah. He studied. They all studied. A lot of them studied painting, and then they moved into this new art form because I mean, it, it was this thing that you could randomly do all over the world, and everyone was like, "What the heck? You can take pictures. You can like take these things and just capture." moments in time and have them there forever which is so wild because i mean we obviously have like these things in our pockets that can do it infinitely exactly so um but i thought it was more interesting that back when, uh when he like started to like slow down in his life and like started to retire not really retire but like moved away from like heavy living in his like 70s he uh actually started picking up drawing again and he started doing painting again i like that yeah, i thought yeah, I thought that was something that was like really interesting. He decided to go back to his roots at the end. I don't think any of his paintings are necessarily like super famous or anything, but I think it's just something he decided to do to like bring himself back down and like give himself a form of art that wasn't as like physical and he- as demanding as street photography was. Now, what, since I, I sent you a couple different uh, artists and a couple different pages that are just like examples of modern street photography, you sure did. I'm curious to see what your opinion is on all that. My opinion is that I think it's fascinating how, because um, you also sent me some information on um, uh, Koldelka, um, Joseph Koldelka, um, which I think is how you pronounce that. I might be butchering it, but um, I honestly I prefer his his work over henry carter's it just like it just got me more there's like one shot where it's like uh it's just like street and it's a street picture and there's like a dog and like the dog's like black fur is a real like it's like really like stands out really hard and also his like pictures of like people are like really intense and beautiful and i can really see that as we were talking about inspiration that those two you know people and their work and many other I'm many other photographers over the years I'm sure what they're doing trickling down to the uh, modern artists and I can see them in these modern photographers in, in a very good way not not a dig to these modern photographers at all I think that they have you know taken it and run with it and make it made it their own thing I forget which one it was but there was this one um, you sent me that was just like a bunch of close-ups of faces 
these really yeah. intense like taking it to a new level so it's actually it's really interesting because uh there's a, a couple different camps in street photography where like the one is like it's not street photography if you disturb the subject in any way so like the idea is that some people would say like the stuff that like humans of new york does isn't street photography because of the fact that he interacts with the subjects and isn't like he's doing more documentary style photography i think it's wild he, how we define art that way like yeah just changing it and, a little can like make a whole group go like that's not the art yeah that's a whole new medium it's totally different than anything <laughs> else um and then there's also like the other form of photography is obviously this idea that you have to like take it from a distance without like necessarily fully interrupting the subject because you're trying to capture this moment in time mm. that is uninterrupted and not like that someone is authentically having without you interfering with it at all and then that leads to like even more things because I, I, i'm sure some of the examples you saw some of these people like obviously have like done like their practice and they've started to get like really good at doing framing and like a lot of them tend to like either push more towards like i like to show the hustle and bustle of an area and like an area is in its truest form and not necessarily try to stylize it too much and there's street photographers who are like okay i'm gonna make this like my goal is to take these authentic moments but also try to turn them into art like things that you can almost be like this is a painting something that someone like particularly posed, but it's also a moment that someone captured authentically. Yeah. And I think that both camps are accurate and but neither of us, one's not better than the other. Of course. Yeah. Um, I think that uh, it's just so wild to me that there's so many subgenres in the field that I love and that you can kind of just go after. And I feel like that just means that like in all of these things that we're going to be looking at and reading, like there's probably genre within genre within genre that we're not even going to be even like noticing or taking advantage of because we're not actively in those things so we don't know like what kind of subgenre exists within these topics exactly and i know that just from like the you know the art communities that i'm more or less a part of online like there are so many so many different ideas and genres and little tiny things that change the art form to be something else entirely. And I think that's beautiful and awesome. And it allows art itself to evolve, which it needs to do to continue to be art, I think, you know? Um, so when you were like looking through this, I would say, what was your like uh, big, biggest takeaway other than like seeing how much the older artists influenced mm. the photographers nowadays, like style wise or anything like that? Um, I, I liked the intensity of, you know, a moment or like a like something that oh, well the I, I think what i took away from it is how it could affect the world around it and how it has grown um i, I mentioned lewis hein do you remember me mentioning lewis hein i do i do remember me mentioning yeah. lewis hein and and this may be like a whole different genre what he was doing i don't know that what he was doing was street photography um based on your definition i would say it's closer maybe because he wasn't necessarily disturbing anybody but he would um, go to, you know, uh, places where children were working way back when. And he would take pictures of them working in factories and stuff and taking pictures of a lot of poverty. Something that the upper class were just not seeing at the time with no social media and no television. And what he did, those pictures he took, helped eventually more progressive child laws and child labor laws be established. And that's awesome. I'm so happy you brought that up because I think uh, a big thing another people like Wolf's trying to say is 
like what value is there in capturing random strangers on the street? Because there's obviously some kind, there's a little bit of amnesty when it comes to people talking about street photography, because it can become off a little weird. It's like, okay, you're taking pictures of strangers. That's like uncomfortable for some people. I mean, in some countries, street photography is completely illegal. Oh, yeah. Like you're just not allowed to take pictures of people you don't know without their permission. Which is kind of understandable in a sense. Yeah. I said that there is a camp and like, there's a part of me that kind of gets it even as a street photographer. I get it because I I feel a little strange when I get my picture taken by someone. But then also I like the moment passes and I think nothing of it again. Um, and I think that uh, like the, the the idea of exposing the world to things that they don't normally see on a daily basis um, is definitely something that like one camp of street photography definitely has a stronger portion of value because you can use art in a sense to bring about change and social change mm-hmm. in a big big way and i think that uh, especially in this time not necessarily a street photography because street photography is not necessarily an art you can do i've been seeing a lot of designers um and a lot of artists using this social distancing time that we're all kind of having to deal with as a way to create these almost like new like i think we're going to see post covid art honestly mm-hmm. like you're seeing people design logos with social distancing in mind like changing the mcdonald's logo so the m's are far away or like like stuff like that and i'm curious to see how this will affect every genre of art moving forward it's most certainly will like i'm really looking forward to um artists expressing like what it was like to live in this time after the fact um and I just think it's so, I have a new appreciation for it, honestly, going through and looking at it. Um, just the idea that um, you can't, you can't, it's, you can make a point through any form of art, which is one of the many reasons why it's so beautiful. But with photography, you're capturing an actual human moment and it is humbling and encouraging and inspiring to see emotion in people when you're you know stand when you're standing in front of a shot of just someone living out a moment agreed and i think a real really like good street photography that stands out and like rises above the rest is those as like kind of what you said it's those street photographies that kind of invoke an emotion and kind of show someone in a state that's like i understand that as a human makes the world a little smaller it's good yeah and I think that's yes. I think that's a really good thing. And I think that we're in a we're in a strange place because street photographers right now are not going out and taking photos. Hopefully, if you are going out and taking photos, this is me saying don't. Um, <laughs> um, and then the other like side of it is that like I'm curious to see how street photographers will bounce back after this and what they're gonna like how this will. I think it's going to inspire an entire new generation of photographers and artists to explore areas i think we're gonna see a lot of travel art pop up after this yeah i think you're gonna see a lot of people who are just like stuck inside their home and being like i just want to get out you're gonna see a lot of people exploring nature more i think just in general and i think those are all good things you said it makes the world a smaller but better place agreed i think that about wraps it up for us this week yeah i think you're right um thanks so much for joining us and listening in uh if you could tell one of your friends about us, that would be awesome. Word of mouth is the only and best way that we will be spreading. Love word um, of mouth. Me too. Word of mouth is great. And every time one of you does it, an angel gets its wings. Doesn't that make you feel good on the inside? Um, yeah, it does. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Fine. A puppy angel gets its wings. Well, How about that? They're harder Even to better. catch. That's right. Much harder to catch. Um, you can find us on Twitter or Instagram at the Creative SOM cast. Um, you can email at us at creativesomcast at gmail.com uh, to suggest an art club or any kind of topic that you might want to have us listen or talk about. Um, 
And as I said, I think that wraps it up for us this week. Thanks you so much. Yes, thank you very, very much for joining us. We love you. Stay safe. Wash your hands. Keep distance. If you have to go to work because you're essential, thank you so much. We appreciate it. Um, that's going to wrap it up for us. Aaron, thank you for sitting with me. Oh, you're so welcome, Ryan. Uh, everybody, be fearless and be great. Thank you.